Hey, it's coming down. It's a snowing, and it's the kind of snow you hate, because it's the kind of snow you can hear hit your windshield. At least that was the case for the snow that was hitting my windshield on the way down here from Alaska a little while ago. It's, uh, it's snowing, but it's snowing those little BBs. So be careful. Whitehall has canceled all of its evening activities. I didn't realize that a whole community could cancel their evening activities. The bowling alley? Every, the bowling alley closed? The whole package. Everything in Whitehall is closed this evening. No activity. I wonder if you get arrested for having an act, for being active. No, the police are canceled. Police are canceled. Police are canceled? Yep. Everybody's canceled. No activity. So it'll be uh, sidewalks rolled up in Whitehall tonight. Tumbleweed blowing through. School's probably not having any activities either, just just to be clear. Yeah, it's uh, potentially going to be crazy out there. I don't know. Has the forecast changed dramatically since? What do we got? Snow, it's yeah, it's definitely snowing, possibly mixed with freezing rain. Well, what do we got? 23 right now, so uh, the high near 24. I, you know, it's one of those weird weather anomalies where it's 24 degrees, but the stuff that's coming out of the sky is wet. So keep your fingers crossed that that's wrong. Uh, it is snowing, so I guess 90% chance of precipitation got nailed. Little, little or no ice accumulation is expected, which is good. Snow less than an inch during the day. Tonight, snow and freezing rain till about uh, 1 a.m., then a slight chance of freezing rain between 1 and 2. The overnight, uh, 1 and 2 a.m., that is. Uh, the overnight low, 18. Easterly winds at about 5 miles an hour. And there is a really good chance of uh, precipitation. Let's keep our fingers crossed that it stays snow tonight. New ice accumulation of less than a tenth of an inch. Snow accumulation of less than an inch. That's tonight. Tomorrow, a chance of freezing drizzle after 2. Mixing with snow after 5. Otherwise, of course, mostly cloudy. The high temp, 31. Northeasterlies at about 5 miles an hour. 50-50 chance of snow or stuff tomorrow. Little or no accumulation expected. Which is interesting because we, unless the, uh, I did not hear the forecast on the radio by the, the weather guy. So we have kind of competing uh, weather forecasts because the last one I heard. It's like dueling pianos? Yeah, kind of. Well, the last forecast I heard on the radio during, uh, during, uh, John Hannity was one to three inches of snow. This forecast is calling for less than an inch this afternoon, less than an inch tonight, less than an inch or none tomorrow. So, so I don't know. Weird. Just be careful, I guess. Oh, hey, thank you, Kevin. Uh, I just met the Holman police with no lights on their cruiser. Uh, okay, well that's oh that's that's unfortunate. I agree 100%. Uh, but and I suppose in addition to every other vehicle on the road today right now, you should have your headlights on. There should be uh, there should be a, a fine uh, for not having your headlights on, and it should be a bigger fine for a police not having their headlights on. Come on, you guys, we're trying to make it easier for you. You got to turn on your headlights. I don't know why. You know, when did they? When did all cars start having dummy lights? 
I feel like the police cars would have automatic I would, lights. I would think so. I know uh, my wife's car is a 96. You think that guy and text, it does not have automatic. You think that guy texted in while driving, complaining about the police not having their headlights on? I certainly hope so. Kevin, you're at you're at a stoplight, right? Or at the uh, still illegal on the side of the road? It's illegal. To, what? Yeah, you can't be at a stoplight on your phone. It's still, still oh, distracted. Yeah. I suppose you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Hopefully, you pulled over, right, Kevin? <laughs> While we're busting the chops of the police officer, you should be prepared to be performing your duties behind the wheel 100% legally. Because we just narked on you. No, no, no. He's in the ditch. Yeah, sadly, that's... Coincidentally, that officer had to turn around and get That's right, the officer, he'll be right back. You maybe won't be able to see him because he doesn't have his headlights on, but he'll be right there to help you. I'm with you, the pet peeve and headlights. I I don't like that at all. You don't like like daylights? I want headlights on. Running running lights. Running lights, yeah. Headlights, not the yellow... Oh, I don't like the UV lights. Parking lights. The UV lights, they're blinding. Those like really oh, oh, bright, they're like blue, aren't they? Yeah, they're just. Oh my God, I hate those. Yeah, they should yeah. be. They should be outlawed. Yeah, I agree. Those they they help you see, but they also make if they aren't perfectly aligned, they make the person coming in your direction who's not maybe driving an SUV or a pickup truck, so he's up a little higher. It's blinding. It's uh, make sure if you have those headlights, you have them absolutely perfectly aligned. Otherwise. All right, we've got to take care of a little business, and we'll check with the guys in the newsroom. Wisdom News Time 712, a free-for-all Tuesday, just because it's snowing and slippery. What's on your mind? Turn on your headlights. What else you got going? 785-7914. Let's talk. The Crosstalk PM on News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Online at WIZMnews.com, and over there, we on Facebook Live, too, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Mike, it will snow, however it may not. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah, well, you know, that's, I hear my mom correcting me. Hey, Mom, can I go to Tom's house? Yes, you can, but you may not. Very funny, Mom. That's the way it is, honey. Yeah, good. My mom, she was a she was a hounder of proper English. I don't know how to spell it all, but I I I'm got a pretty good handle on on how to speak it. I speak it pretty goodly. I just don't know how to spell it as goodly. But thanks for pointing that out, Tom. Seven eight five seven nine one four the phone number. The Crosstalk BM. I'm Mike Hayes with uh, Rick Solom in the studio. Be careful outside. It's snowing. It's going to be medium. And it's not. It's not going to be you know like that at all. But it's uh, it's going to be not clean and dry. How about that? Turn on your headlights, please. 90% chance of snow for the rest of this afternoon. 100% all night. So you can pretty much count on something falling from the skies from right this minute through uh, early tomorrow. 50-50 chance of any additional stuff tomorrow. And uh, not a ton of accumulation. Maybe an inch by the, you know, maybe maybe an inch and a half by sometime later tomorrow, but we're not going to wake up to shovelable stuff. It's going to be one of those annoying snows, I'm I'm pretty sure. So what do you want to talk about? This morning we were talking about uh, Highway 16 projects. Uh, Andrea Schnick's going to join us tomorrow to talk a little more about it. Man, has her department ever been busy? The uh, That public market? 
Have you ever been to the the public market in Madison? I've been to Seattle's. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, I was I started with close to home because yeah. then I was going to go. I haven't been to Madison. Actually. I have. You haven't, but I, yeah, I've not been to either. Uh, I really don't. But, I really don't understand how it would work though here. I I just don't. Well, scale down. I've never been to Seattle, so I can't tell. Would it essentially just be Cameron Park Farmers Market esque, not with all the hoopla, but like? Just oh yeah, with hoopla and more. With hoop. With more hoop and more la. Because if they're going to put it in a, inside shop. Well, just, in, well, inside the shop. It's in, in shop code, yeah. right? Like now we're just. It's That's, just uh, like so a bunch to of open people. The, to open the market, first thing out of the box in Lacrosse, in that building would be too big. That you know, first day, day one, year one, they don't need the. Yeah. The you, indoor but market. you could put it in like the hallway of that mall. Oh, maybe, absolutely. Right? If the. If that if that building was going to be repurposed or something, yeah, absolutely. Like this, it's, just lying it's in the huge. Hall. The only market that I've ever been to that's like the one we're talking about is in Detroit, the Eastern Market, and it's huge. It's a dozen great, huge uh, state uh, uh, farm. Great, huge. They're not pole barns. They're nicer looking than that windows, and you know they're nice, great, big buildings. What are we selling there? Windows. Just everything. Everything that's seasonal, all the food, vegetables, because fruits, things that can be shipped in. It's Detroit, so they fly stuff okay, in. But here we would be shipping stuff in. Is it going? Well, it would be locally grown and locally sourced because a lot of the stuff, you know, there, there's a well. Uh, Dave Carney's wife grows microgreens in the basement in all winter, yeah, so yeah. lots of fresh well, things. Well, there's a whole business in the industrial park that does that indoors. I can't sure. remember what it's called. But. I can't either. Well, and there's a fish farm. That sells tilapia, or they're going to start selling tilapia sometime in 2019. So you know the, those kind of vendors. Then of course, clothes and jewelry and and uh, massage and therapy pay, and like, kids and yoga a to have a little booth there yeah. or something or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's t-shirts in the summertime in the in the Eastern Market in Detroit. Everybody outside, every there, there was both inside and outside, but the outside booths were sprawling, and you'd have. You know, the T-shirt guy with a thousand T-shirts. So, what I'm thinking is all different designs and sizes. And nobody, nobody really likes jewelry. to drive to that Bridgeview Plaza, right? Like nobody, nobody's there. Like nobody goes there. Like maybe to go to Chaco, but like it's kind of like yeah, I, it's in a nice location. I drive by right it twice a day. But if least. it was, if this thing was downtown, don't you want to pull people downtown? Like, where? Sure. Where? We have this like forty-two million dollar thing going on downtown. I don't know if you heard of it, the Lacrosse Center expansion. Uh, the, far, the, we, the market would be every day, all the time. Yeah, not, but why don't we would just like inc- like figure it out, like fi- figure out nah, how to have that going on nah. in this area? And Moses, yeah, have absolutely. the have the indoor market in the Lacrosse Center and the Moses Convention and the sports show. Yeah. There's not enough room. Nah. You're like forty-two million dollars. You could get it done. No, you couldn't. <laughs> you couldn't even come close. No. No. No, not at all. Uh, you go over to the sport. Are you going to go over to the sports show sometime this weekend? Um, you should. I'm pretty sure tickets are available. Over there? I think the boss has. <laughs> oh, a, we could snag tickets. tickets here. Yeah, maybe. I could scalp them out there. Then maybe. you probably could. <laughs> uh, but you should go over and take a look. But I just it's feel like huge. that thing needs Sprawling. to be here. It needs to be downtown, or it just needs to be in a. Form. It needs to be in any facility that's large enough to handle it. Yeah. All the time, twenty four seven. Well, I'd be worried about three sixty five. It not being filled all the time. Like, there would just be, like, a couple of people there. Oh, the Eastern... No, 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 I don't think it would ever be just a couple. Because it would be reasonably priced, for instance, if you're going to buy a booth. So a place like uh, 
Nordic Creamer, all kinds of places in Viroqua and, and uh, some of the outlying area, the artists and so forth, instead of only doing the Spring Green Art Show or uh, Art on the Green in La Crosse, they have a booth all the time. Yeah. Okay, uh, how about this? Festival, Sam's Club, Walmart, Target, they all have grocery stores. Are they going to be mad about this because people would go, you know what, is this kind of impeding? Like I used to take my fresh produce over to the festival. Now I'm just going to sell it myself down at the, the market, you know? Well, I don't think festivals buying local produce from, you know, Mike the Farmer. Um, so, I don't know. But, uh, you know, that uh, that's a ton. Uh, well, more than a, more than the co-op, John. But you know, along those lines, more like the the uh, the Saturday, the Friday night, and Saturday farmers market in Copeland Park. More like that, only more. As uh, as Rick said, more hoop and more la, more hoopla, and and all the time, not just in the summer. And it would be under a roof, so it wouldn't matter if it was hot or raining. Uh, it would also be in the winter. They could expand all to, into all kinds of, because there's a roof, and yeah. uh, heat and cool and plumbing and so forth. The concept of it is awesome. I yeah. just feel like you're going to, like sometimes when I go to the farmer's market down there in the in the summer, I'm just like, la, 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 looking at, like, I like vegetables. I'm yeah. like, I can go to the grocery store and get this stuff way cheaper, like way cheaper, so I don't buy stuff at the farmer's. Like once in a while I will, but like just... So then you're going to put this stuff in, in a, you know, well, is in a that, is that market. You're, if you're going to the farmer's market to find cheap stuff? Yeah, I would think. Like, okay. it's to, like you're cutting out all the middle. I'm, I understand the work it takes for an individual person, but, like, I'm cost, you know, like i got to worry about that. So I'm like, right. I'm not going to buy an $8 a pound asparagus when I can go get it for $4 a pound at, you know. Well, luckily, they don't sell $8 a pound asparagus or $22 a pound tomatoes. I, mm. I would venture a walk through the grocery store and a walk through the farmer's market would not be dramatically different in price. I have never seen things for sale at the farmer's market that made me... Also, I'm waiting for that asparagus to drop to two fifty a pound, too, so... Well, I've seen it four (laughs) bucks a bunch, that's for sure. Otherwise, I'm not eating asparagus. Yeah, well, you know, I get it. I'm eating it because it's once in a while. I can hear my dad over my shoulder. Are you feeding 100 people? Nope. Three. All right, then. You, all you need is a bunch. How much is a bunch? Four bucks or six bucks or eight bucks, whatever it is. Uh, have you got eight bucks? Yep. Then quit crying about it, you big baby. If you had to feed a 1,000 people, now cry about it. You want good quality stuff grown by a guy down the street with no, you know, grown in our dirt, with our, and your kid goes to school with his kid, and he took care of it, and he's helping out, and you buy some asparagus from him, and he's going to listen to your radio station, and he's going to, you know, go online and tell people that he likes Rick Solom uh, because he met Rick at the farmer's market and he bought tomatoes from the guy. That's, uh, you know, that's kind of how it works. Yeah, I, I don't uh, disagree at all, uh, Al. Anonymous listener said this idea is great. Execution has to be somewhat good for people to use it. You're absolutely right. It's got to work. But that's why I don't have the... Guys, uh, oh, I got the information in the other room. I don't remember his name. Well, you did a story. Do you remember his name? The uh, consultant from Sh- from Seattle. Andrew. Andrew. Sh- no, that's Schnick. Uh, I can't think of her name. Yeah, Andrew. It's a guy. Andrew somebody. Andrea Schnick's bringing this guy in to make a presentation. And tomorrow, he's, 5 he's, he's going to be here tomorrow. He's going to be here, but he's going to be here all week talking to people and stuff. So 
So that might work. Who have we got on the phone over here? Uh, Mike's on, too. All right, let's do that. Hey, Mike, good afternoon. Welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. What's on your mind, bud? Hey, just talking about the open market. Yeah, yeah, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't know what it was, and I Googled it, and I said, oh, I, I know what that is. Um, I think it's important uh, for community, you know. Uh, it gives a great chance for everybody that's here that's coming in and out constantly, like the students, uh, to see what uh, lacrosse has to offer for community. Sure. You know, art. Uh, I mean, we have that, but I know that uh, the um, farmer's market brings students around like crazy and everybody around. And I think something like this would definitely do the same thing. i got to believe that, uh, you know, if it's put together well, and, and are you suggesting then that mo- uh, potential millennial customers would be, uh, would be plentiful? Because they like the idea of fresh, oh, they like the idea of community, uh, the kind of I, this, the group that I see at this market is a group times ten that goes to the soup meetings in the summer to hear nonprofits mm. make a pitch for a program. Have you ever been to one sure, of those? Soup? Yeah, you know those. No, those people, I, I know what they are. They're I definitely awesome. know what they are. They're awesome. Uh, you know, it gives an opportunity for uh, somebody in the community who needs a little. A little push, a little help, make a pitch to the community, get support from their neighbors, and uh, boom, maybe they're on their way. Mm-hmm. Cool yep, and that. I think uh, not just soup, obviously, but uh, it brings an opportunity for all the more uh, events like that. Absolutely. And um, I also I, 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 uh, did the farmer's market for uh, as a, an internship for somebody, and it's such an eye-opener uh, huh. to just get somebody to see what businesses can be like. It's a foot in the door for business owners. Oh, sure. And I think it's, it's just great all around for, for the, from that aspect. I'm glad so, you're, glad you're liking yeah, it. There's my two cents. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it very much. Uh, thanks very much for the call. Good to hear from you. Uh, you know, it's uh, potentially it's a really good thing. And the kinds of... Booths, the kinds of products that would be for sale is limitless, endless, uh, because there's a roof. So you don't have to worry about uh, the heat or the cold or the rain or the anything. All can be protected. And bigger in the summer when there's more room outside, and a little less when there's uh, indoor, when it's raining, that kind of thing. It would be cool. And all the time. All right, we'll be right back. Lacrosse Talk PM on News Talk 1410 AM, 92.3 FM online at com, and right over there on Facebook Live. I'm Mike Hayes, uh, in with Rick Solom. This hour of the program is brought to you by our very good friends, Kaya Fox and her whole team at Habitat for Humanity. Thank you so much, Kaya, for sharing uh, with us your story. We talked this morning about their uh, search for new forever families, if you are, if you are or know someone who would love to have uh, their forever home and find it difficult to come up with the down payment, but maybe not so difficult to come up with the sweat equity to cover for some of that cash, you should uh, you should be in touch with uh, with the folks at Habitat for Humanity because they might have just the ticket for you. It's a pretty cool program. All right, so here we are. About 22 minutes before 6, we've been talking about the uh, indoor market development. We talked this morning for a little while, and last night uh, for a bit,
about the Highway 16 uh, projects, uh, 24 apartments and uh, a corporate office for uh, for uh, movers. Castle Realty. God, Mike. Jeez. I can, they're going into that Quick Trip building. And I, I maybe I didn't start looking soon enough. I was looking today when I was driving... On uh, on 16 for the where the apartments would go, they must be somewhere else. I mean, in that same neighborhood on Highway 16, but maybe they are bef- way before that. Are they before Gillette Street? I'm not exactly sure either. Like Gillette. I know no. where the. You know, I thought I I thought I had heard. Apparently not. I thought I had heard that uh, the apartments and. Uh, the castle, uh, the, you know, the quick trip, we're going to be on that frontage road along Highway 16. Uh, apparently I heard that wrong. Uh, or I just didn't start looking for the apartments until uh, after. So, so we talked about those a little bit. Uh, and the uh, city council approved both. So, uh, so Jim that. is going to tell you exactly where oh. they're going. All right, let's, uh, let's go to the phones. Jim, the apartments, uh, 24 apartments being built along Highway 16, where? Well, you're partially right on the 24 apartments, Mike. It's 24 two-bedroom apartments and 12 one-bedroom apartments. Oh, okay. Two different, two, I was at the meeting last night for a while and spoke my piece on them and spoke my piece on, on the Castle Realty, but um, I didn't know all of the Castle Realty when I spoke until I got in talking and I was asking Alan Iverson some questions. Um, it sounds like a real nice deal what he's doing. I'm out of breath here. Um, but his, 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 I was worried on the frontage road. His is the old quick trip where the uh, bottle gas company was for quite a while. Yep. Right there north of the yep. um, veterans, vet, you know, veterinary clinic. Right. That's where his is going. Right. And I was concerned about the service road because of the emergency vehicles that need to go up there when there's a bad accident up on B or something. Right. We talked with the fire. We, we talked with uh, Chief Gilliam uh, last week, and he said right. absolutely no problem, even with cars parked on both sides. Oh, really? Okay, yep. well, that's good. Well, I was concerned because I've seen it where when it has snowed and there's cars uh, plowed in, it's a tough thing to get through. Right, but, but you anyway, don't very often, see, okay. plow, you don't right very often see cars plowed in there on that frontage road, Jim. So, you know, you're, you're right. a, a, the what if, you can what if a project to death. Right. Now, them apartments right across from trees tomorrow, trees or us or whatever, on Highway oh, 16, there's, yeah. a, there's a little mini mall right kind of right next to trees yeah. or us. It's right across from there on the hill. Oh, okay. Um, Up it, off the road a little bit. Got it. it, it yeah, it is. And, and there's, like, if you look, there's, there's a, I think there's eight condos. Um, um, Mr. Snyder from Honda. Motorworks lives in one of them. It, they're going to be using the entrance and exit from that, and there's also like an eight eight plex apartment building right next to the bluff as well, just north of those condos. Sure. And and Dan Weststein used to own the three houses that were there. They're small houses. Right. Now, I'm not sure if they're tearing them down. I'm assuming that's what's going to happen, but that's where the apartments are going in, right okay. next to the bluff. Okay. And, and and I'm familiar with it because I used to play football through there with my friends as a kid. It's right, right below where my dad's white sand pit was. 
Um, and they're going to have problems when they build because, let me tell you, it's all limestone beneath that dirt. And right. when they go to dig in any kind of forms or basement or footings, they're going to have one hell of a time. Well, um, that's, you know, the homes that are well, there, I'm familiar with that area now, too. As soon as you mentioned Dan Wetstein's uh, homes, because when I first moved to La Crosse many years ago, I, I came very close to renting one of his houses uh, up there on the we've hill. We've been neighbors. And, yeah, well, and, and so those homes went in with footings and basements and so forth. I got to believe that any builder who wants to put apartment buildings uh, in that area has done a soil test to find out what he's digging into. So I can't believe that right. any builder worth his salt, yeah. no pun intended, would would even well, promote a project like that without knowing what he was in for. Right, but they're a little higher up and they're a little further south. The same with those condos. But but my dad's sandpit went all the way down at one time and went right into there. And then he used they used a lot of that that sand for. Um, the the older Highway 16 before this last project went in, and some of that sand is also in Hiawatha. Um, so that, that, I know there's limestone there, Mike, because the two apartments that Nick Ross Sure, no, I wouldn't argue me. about it. Yeah, there's limestone. My 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 point was not that you were wrong about what the soil oh. is, but that uh, I don't believe a developer, uh, a builder, oh. would go into that project not knowing what he was going to dig a hole into. Well, Roush didn't. <laughs> they had yeah. a heck of a time. They had to scrape the stone instead of dig it because the only other yeah. way would have been dynamite. Well, yeah. they couldn't have done that. They had to scrape it. So, And he, they didn't know it. They had no idea of yeah. all that beautiful dirt was well, lying. Well, so you only have to make guys know. Only have to anyways. Let, you only have to let that happen to one builder before they all say, See? <laughs> See? Told you. Told you should have done right. a soil test. Go down more than six inches. Hey, Jim, thanks very much for your call. Appreciate it. I, I don't know whether 24 apartments up there, 24 and 12, so what, 36 total, uh, is going to cause traffic jams uh, coming in and out, primarily because those are all single family. I mean, uh, you know, I, I just don't see – I'm trying to equate it to – I don't live in – Neighborhood. I live on 12th Avenue South in Onalaska. So it's difficult for me to back out of my own driveway during the week twice a day. I mean, two different times a day. When it's school is out, it's difficult because there's a million cars going by, and I just know that. And sometimes I back out of my driveway and head the wrong direction to go down the street a little bit and make a U-turn to get around. Otherwise, I won't get out of my driveway. And is that reason to stop a building project because I can't get out of my driveway for a few minutes? No. No, it's not. And I don't think because you'll have, what, a bottleneck of cars trying to get out of the neighborhood to go to work all at the same time. Everybody's going to leave their apartment at 7 o'clock. They're all going to be at the uh, intersection there at 7.05, and they're all going to still be waiting there at 7.10 because no one can get out. I don't know. A few, maybe, but a big problem? I don't know. When I was growing up, I lived in a neighborhood, an enclosed neighborhood, one in uh, and one out of this great, huge circle of a football-shaped neighborhood. And when I lived there, there were over 100 homes. And we I never had a problem. You know, I lived there from when I was little, but during the time I was driving a car or, a, you know, my dad's car or I bought a motorcycle, never had a problem getting out. Was never in that big a hurry, I guess either. Never tried to tell anybody, "I got to go, I got to go, I got to go, I got to get to work. You got to get out of my way." Said me never, because my dad made me be responsible. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's part of it. And all those, you, you got to agree that all of those adults need they they'll figure out when they need to leave to get to work, right? Be right back. Lacrosse Talk PM on News Talk fourteen ten AM ninety two three FM online at wizmnews.com and on Facebook Live. I'm Mike Hayes in with Rick Solom. Snowing outside. It is uh, well. Let me update this just to make sure. Last time I checked, it was 23. It is now 24. So believe it or not, getting a little warmer, which helps me understand why or how it might uh, it might be uh, you know slushy, rainy, blah blah tonight. Snow possibly mixed with freezing rain. If it continues to get warmer, I guess that's a, the wintry mix, and uh, so a wintry mix tonight, but then lessening to a chance of a wintry mix by tomorrow morning, early, and then 50-50 chance of a, a wintry mix tomorrow. 80% chance of a wintry mix Wednesday night. 90% uh, chance of a wintry mix and then snow on Thursday. You get the idea? So potentially slippery. Tom sent me a text on the Better Hearing Center talking text line, and my friend, I have no idea. Did you read that? I don't know what he's talking about. Do you know about. what he's talking about? No idea. All right, well, thanks. I think, were you inviting me over to your house, Tom? He's charging you to come over. It says, Mike, you're welcome at, at Tom's house. While here, you can have your portrait done. So dress up, $100, $100 fee, Tom. Well, I'll tell you what, if you're an artist of some renown and you could do a portrait of me that actually looked like me, I might consider paying you 100 bucks. That is not uh, out of the realm of possibility. Not, I don't carry that kind of money around in my pocket. But uh, for the right piece of art, I've come up with 100 bucks. I participate in the Art Dash to, uh, to benefit the Franciscan... A spirituality center, that is a blast. Yep. That is way more fun than I thought it was going to be. I mean, I knew it was going to be fun. It was, I just had a blast. Yeah, T and I went and we saw some friends. We sat at a table with people we knew and running around picking up art. And a ticket to Dash is 100 bucks, And you're guaranteed a piece of art. And you go there and have a cocktail and look over the pieces of art. So you select your top and then they randomly pick your, you get a number. And then they randomly pick your number and then you get to go pick. A piece of art. It was great. And I got a piece last year, and it's hanging on the wall of my house. It's cool. So if you're a good artist, I will definitely uh, keep you in mind if I need a portrait of me anytime in the future. All right, let's let's uh, let's do this. I, wanna, I don't want to miss out. Uh, Eric, good afternoon, bud. What's on your mind? Yeah, uh, a couple years back, they had a turret about uh, Riverside North. And then they have... Uh, they were going to rip up Bayview uh, Plaza. They used to put a casino up there because the, the city is so bound and determined to take as much money out of people's pockets as they possibly could. Then they might even make the uh, flat tax look good if they had a casino up there. Look like Wisconsin, Dallas, you know what I mean? That's where they really make their money in America. Oh. All right. Hey, thanks very much. I don't think... Uh the chance of a casino coming to lacrosse is uh, at all. Oh, oh uh, thanks, Greg. Apparently, Tom is a photographer, uh, Rick, not a painter. He will take my portrait photograph for 100 bucks. 
All right. Well, can it be more than just me? Because I don't know if a picture of me is worth a hundred bucks. But me and you know me and you can use a fisheye lens. Me and so. some people. You can use a fisheye lens. Me and my peeps. I'll have to go. You know, I could rent some for a little while, or go down to Riverside Park on a sunny Saturday afternoon. There'd be a lot of peeps I could talk in. We're, we're missing the whole. Why do we have to go to Tom's house? I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> because uh, of the traffic? Is that the deal? Maybe. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure why you made the offer, uh, but it. I don't know if you threw a hundred bucks out there to try and scare me away. Uh, sorry, it didn't work. Because that's uh, uh, number three. Let's go back to the phone. Hey, number three, you're on the air, buddy. What's on your mind? Well, one thing about an artist, he could make you look however you wanted to look. Yeah, you're telling me. He, can he make, took your picture, we're all just going to see what we see. He you can know? make us look good. Well, you can do I, the same I, thing with a camera. I definitely go with the artist. Well, yeah, the reason yeah. I'm calling, I didn't get to listen to you this morning. How is your aches and pains? Uh, they're full of aches and pains. I, I uh, For those of you who don't know, I fell down in my driveway for the second time this winter, uh, yesterday. And although I don't have the same kind of bruises that uh, I had from the first time I fell down, my elbow is, is uh, quite sore, and my, my uh, butt bone, whatever that bone is in the back, right below your belt, you know, right there, that's real sore. But I'll survive. I'll, you know, I'm not walking with a limp or anything. just have to be careful. I don't get up out of my chair as fast as I did a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Oh. oh, man, number three, we lost you. Or did you just hang up? Did you just, you didn't, you're not rude. That would have just been rude. I know you didn't just hang up. Sorry we lost your call. Uh, thanks for the update on uh, Tom being a photographer, not on a, a painter. Hey, the State of the Union is tonight. I almost forgot. On my coccyx? Is that what it is? Number three hit the wrong button. Uh, well, I, I didn't think... He would have just hung up. He's not that kind of guy. Coccyx. Tail, I thought, are, is your coccyx and your tailbone the same bone? I don't know. Thanks, Greg. Maybe we're getting too personal now, but I appreciate <laughs> I'll just go with butt bone is sore. Let's, let's, uh, that's the way. To, the State of the Union tonight. You going to watch the president's speech? No. I, well, you don't like him, so is that why? Well, because you don't want no, him? I just, like, they're all, they're, canned speeches, right? Like, I don't well, want to watch any of those. Nobody. I, no, no. I, I agree with you. hundred percent. Uh, and the only exception is even a possibility. I mean, it's kind of like, hey, come on. It's the Super Bowl. you got to watch whatever. It's, and it was a horrible game. Uh, it's, it's President Trump after years of harassment and Russian collusion and everybody's mad and everybody's quitting and everybody's everything and tweets up the wazoo. I got to believe that, uh, and now there's a bunch of Democrats uh, in the House. What did I hear? The first time the president has had to make a speech before mostly Democrats, Mm -hmm. and they they're all grumpy. And he's going to make Nancy Pelosi look at angel families after she wouldn't meet with them, and and he's going to talk about uh, the wall, and he's going to talk about employment being up and jobs and and. and Democrats are going to yell and roll their eyes and sound sleepy, and, de- and Republicans are going to stand and cheer like clowns. It's all, none oh. of that appeals to me. <laughs> now, well, it only appeals to me for a couple minutes because I just want to see how everybody treats Now, everybody. if you want to get people to watch this, our president is going to have a ping-pong match against Nancy Pelosi. Is he? For the wall. Ping-pong for the wall. <laughs> like, then you might first watch. One I mean, to, who's now first, watching that? First one to 21? 
We would all be disappointed, though, because it would be just like the Super Bowl, very much hype, and then we realize that neither of them knows how to play ping pong. This, the uh, State of the Union address, uh, Jeff says, could be reduced to about 45 seconds. State of the Union, thank President Trump. Every working American has more spending money due to the tax cut. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Um, you know, he could do that. When Minnesota Governor Mark Dayton had his, did he, did he have a stroke or did he, you know, like he he got he passed out during his State of the Union or whatever? Yeah. Do you remember that? I, I remember seeing the picture. Um, so they just released it in writing, you know, like they printed it up, you know, oh, sent sure, it sure. out as On a paper. PDF or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then you could read it. You didn't have to sit there and listen to him. You'd be like, okay, here it hey. is, and now uh, we're good. <laughs> like right. That's how the State of the Union should just be. Like That's what? how it used to be yeah. back before tech. Who was it? Uh, was it? I can't remember. It wasn't Woodrow Wilson, but it was. Uh, uh, that was too far back. But the first president to go on television, and uh, that's the way it is from now on, forever after. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, and I probably, well, you have to watch it or go to sleep. Is it on? It's probably on at 8 o'clock. And by about 8.30, I am real close to being a full pumpkin. So I probably won't watch it all, but I am going to talk about it tomorrow with uh, a, from a couple of different perspectives. Rick Manning is going to join us, and uh, Dr. Joe Heim is as well. Uh, so we'll get two different perspectives. Libertarian guy says the Libertarian Party has a State of the Union available online. Oh, do they? Cool. And is it, uh, it did their libertarian leaders make that State of the Union available tonight? In you know, like their president makes his speech, the Democrats do their. Oh no, it's not. Libertarians say we got a better deal. And I, I'm just curious. I'm not uh, not trying to denigrate the libertarians. I just don't know how that how that works. Does every party have their own State of the Union when the president has his State of the Union? The Greens and the Progressives no and everybody else? Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. That's curious. I, I'm going to give the President's speech tonight a couple of minutes just because I'm curious to know whether it will. Because the minute it turns into a circus, I'm done. The minute we start getting, or the minute it's just like every other one, where every other sentence is followed by a two-minute standing ovation, whooping and hollering, like uh, like it's the second coming, and it isn't Donald Trump. Every single president is treated like that. Like every word that dripped out of Barack Obama's mouth or every word that is punched out of Donald Trump's mouth is some kind of, some kind of message from beyond. And standing and clapping and whooping and hollering on one side and frowning and yawning and eyes rolling on the other side, I got zero time for any of that. Because you bunch of pompous buttheads refuse to get anything done, and we just kind of sit and spin. Hey, well, let's start.